Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we have reached part three of the Apostate Church of the Last Days. And as I promised you in our last segment, today I will be sharing a commentary written by Dr. David R. Reagan of Lamb and Align Ministries entitled, Apostasy in the Church, How It is Accelerating and How It Relates to the Return of Jesus. To say that we are in turbulent times is surely a gross understatement. Wars and rumors of wars continue to accelerate as the countries of the world are aligning against Israel in prophetic fulfillment. Even now, we are witnessing the telltale signs of the soon Ezekiel 38 and Psalm 83 wars, with a current war in the Ukraine perhaps being one of the stepping stones leading to those greater wars yet to come. The coronavirus and the confusion that surrounds it continues to keep the people of earth under the thumb of the elitists who are controlling it. As the world becomes more saturated with days of Noah debauchery and wantonness, with each passing minute, lawlessness is abounding, and the fear of God is not to be found. And as these prophetic precursors, among the many others that we are witnessing right here and right now, converge with be-ready warning, the church, which is supposed to be the light and salt to a darkened and sin-riddled world, has fallen right in line with this last day's confirmation of apostasy, as it lavishes in her latency of worldliness and complacency. Not only is this a sorrowful grievance to the Holy Spirit, but it holds within it the eternal consequences of life or death. In 2 Timothy 4, 1-8, we read Paul's last will and testament as he passes the torch of salvation's mission to his spiritual son. It is also a declaration of ministry calling and faithfulness to every believer who loves the Lord and longs to serve him in righteousness. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Jesus Christ, who is to judge the living and the dead and by his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort, with great patience and instruction. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires, and will turn away their ears from the truth, and will turn aside to myths. But you be sober in all things, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the course, I have kept the faith. In the future there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Beloved, this is a beautiful depiction of the holy remnant of God, his true church, comprised of those who are considered weak and foolish by the world's standards, 
but holy and precious in the sight of God. These are the blood-bought ones, whose names are now written in heaven. For by the conviction of the Holy Spirit, their eyes have been opened to see the wretchedness of their own fallen nature, and the depravity of their own self-centered motives and ambitions, that exposed their actions as self-centered forgeries of the pure and unadulterated goodness of a perfect God. This self-examination awareness is the starting point for genuine salvation and is the foundation upon which the Holy Spirit's work of sanctification continues unto completion. But the modern-day gospel, which has been authored by Lucifer, tells man that he is not only fine, but even great, just the way he is. And therefore, he or she never comes to the brokenness that bends their knee in genuine repentance and the new birth miracle that follows and which is evidenced within this redeemed new creation. And that is why it is critically important, especially as we cover the current events of today, which are pregnant with the last day's precursors, leading to the rapture of his true church and the tribulation period which will follow, that you be sure by the Holy Spirit's witness within your spirit, that you are part of the holy remnant of God's legitimate offspring, having entered through the gate of Jesus Christ the Lord and his blood atonement sacrifice that he lovingly offered up on your behalf. Or, if you have come in through another gate, which is opened with a key of fleshly enticements and the many deceptions leading unto hell's eternal abode. And as the balance of that truth or deception resonates within your heart and mind, please allow me to now share Dr. Reagan's commentary, Apostasy in the Church, How It Is Accelerating, and How It Relates to the Return of Jesus. And I also add here that it will not be a direct quote, as I will be adding additional Holy Spirit insight along the way. The Bible clearly prophesies that the church of the end times will be characterized by apostasy. In 2 Thessalonians 2.3, Paul said that the Antichrist will not be revealed until the apostasy comes first. And Lord Jesus prophesied that many would fall away and that the love of many would grow cold. In the book of Revelation, chapters 2 and 3, the Apostle John records seven letters of Jesus to seven churches in the area of modern-day Turkey. Among other things, these letters present a panoramic prophetic survey of the church in history. The last of the churches mentioned, the one that represents the church of the end times, is the church at Laodicea. It is pictured as a church that is neither hot meaning healing, nor cold, meaning refreshing, but is lukewarm and tepid. In short, it is a church that is apathetic. Jesus also pictures it as a worldly church, enamored with its own wealth. The Lord is so grieved with his church that he declares, Because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Additionally, the Apostle Paul supplies us with some strong clues as to why the end times church would be weak, vacillating, and full of apostasy. One of the clues can be found in 2 Timothy 4, 
where Paul tells us that a time would come when people would not want to hear the sound doctrine, but rather the flattering platitudes and worldly fables taught by the false teachers that they would accumulate for themselves. Is it any wonder that Jesus repeatedly exhorted, Let those who have ears to hear, hear? Another clue is located in Paul's famous prophecy about the last day society. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, after describing in graphic detail how society will fall apart in the end times, in verse 5, Paul adds that the basic reason will be due to people holding to a form of godliness, although they will have denied its power. There will be no lack of religion, says Paul, but people will deny the true power that is able to save. What is the true power that they deny? First and foremost, it is the power of the blood of Jesus. It is also the power that comes from believing the Bible as the infallible word of God and holding to the true gospel of Jesus Christ that it reveals and which alone will lead a man or woman to genuine repentance of their sins and complete trust in and surrender to the Savior who washes away those sins with his own holy, priceless, and precious blood. Today, these essential beliefs, which constitute the power held within true Christianity, are being subjected to an unparalleled assault from within the Church itself. Foundational truths that marked a true follower of Jesus are no longer believed even by some pastors such as the virgin birth and glorious resurrection of Jesus, or that he walked a sinless life. And of course these doubters also mock the blessed hope of the rapture, for if they do not even believe in the unadulterated truth about Jesus in the revelation salvation power of his first coming, they will not believe in the rapture of his true church or his second coming either. The root of this apostasy finds its beginning in the Garden of Eden but Lucifer has been nurturing it throughout the centuries since. The more current work of deception leading to apostasy in the Church was realized in the school of higher criticism which invaded this country in the 1920s. According to the scientific approach of this school of skeptics, the Bible is not the revealed Word of God. Rather, it is man's search for God, and therefore it is filled with myths, legends, and superstition. Today, this blasphemous viewpoint dominates the seminaries of America. The Bible is studied, not to be believed and obeyed, but to be analyzed, dissected, and criticized. The results that, in their minds, the scriptures have lost their authority. These seminaries, or cemeteries as I heard one pastor refer to them, have birthed many of the apostate leaders who are leading the sheep into the wolf's den. One such man was John Spong, who before his death on September 12, 2021, was Bishop of New Jersey. He authored books in which he denies the virgin birth, denies the miracles of Jesus, denies the resurrection, denies the second coming, and argues that Paul and Timothy were homosexual lovers. 
He became so enamored with other religions that he at one point announced that he would no longer witness to those caught up in the spiritual darkness of pagan faiths. Similar apostate thoughts were mouthed by Norman Vincent Peale in 1984 on the Phil Donahue program. Peale announced that it is not necessary to be born again. You have your way to God, and I have mine. I found eternal peace in a Shinto shrine and found that God is everywhere. Beloved, we may think that this is extreme and far removed from the general consensus of those who call themselves Christian, but few foreign polls prove otherwise, giving evidence that the darkened and demonic philosophies given in just two of these examples I shared with you are woven into many of the teachings held within a counterfeit Christianity which is thriving in these last days. And we'll have to pick up here in our next segment. I pray you'll join me then, because we have a lot more to cover. Beloved, Jesus comes quickly, and God's holy ambassadors of truth are being called to contend even more earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints while there is yet time. Please keep contending, precious child of God, and, as always, I bid you His agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006 or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.